Today I speak with Herschel Karya. He is the founder of Shebang, one of the top marketing agencies in India. The more intriguing side to him is his new venture, Level Supermind, that has a goal to make meditation more cool and accessible. We spoke about how he discovered his strengths and shared a great tip for you to discover yours. He shared how his meditation practice helped him get over his addiction. He also shared his deep need to contribute and give back to society. And the best part was when we chatted about the various features of Level Supermind and how he wants it to become a gateway to all meditation practices for people around the world. Enjoy listening to the episode and I hope it inspires you to start your inner journey today. Keep meditating. So I just wanted to say welcome Herschel. Thank you so much for taking the time to be on Pragyan. Yes, uh, I'm so excited um, to have yeah? uh, experience on Pragyan. <laughs> what a cool name. Yeah, it uh, as you know it's it's a spin-off on on my name and uh, it was something Is that what your uh, friends have always called you? Pragyani. No, they've made a lot of fun of me or saying bahut gyan baatti hai. To aisa hai shuru shuru mein. So I was like, jab I already have that image then why not? Why not now thrive on it than to hide away from it? Um but i think it's just something i felt also aligned with what uh, pragyan or what i really wanted to do through this podcast which is just talk a little bit about um you know intuition and wisdom and inner journey and inner transformation so i think it was a combination is pragyan an actual word uh yes it does mean wisdom it means so even in in uh, and in the gita pragya means pragya means spiritual wisdom so it's similar it's a more uh, sanskrit version of an of pragya pragya is the more english version you can say ah. uh, right uh, south india they'll call me pragnya i was there for 6 months 6 uh, years sorry so there they would always call me pragnya which is closer to the sanskrit version um and yeah you also have a state in in the gita which talks about sthit pragnya sthit pragnya yeah yeah which is the stillness mm. and and just being very calm on the inside mm. and so i think um it aligned in many ways yeah cool and it's <laughs> a it's a cool intro also so yeah. <laughs> yes uh, so you know i we've we've not uh, interacted too much but the little bit that we have uh you know you come across as extremely uh, thoughtful and very deliberate in the choices that you make uh, or have been making in your life um and i think i find uh, that very intriguing in many ways um so just to you know kick this off i really want to understand from you that if you were to think back in your life uh, you know you always have those i would say crucial moments in life as you look back in the in the rearview mirror so to say uh, where you really converted those struggles into meaningful opportunities for yourself mm. or also what defined you to who you are today so i would say- first is uh, you know for me in the 12th standard i received an award ah. and normally i don't really keep too much memory of awards etc but that was important because the award was award called a lifetime learner award so that meant a lot to me yes. that my uh, faculty and my peers felt that i should get that that meant that you know there was this sense of curiosity towards uh, wanting to learn new things Mm-hmm. so that was very important was a marker for me it like kind of etched it in me saying that look that's what that's got to be the you know the the focus of your life going forward you keep learning uh so i think that was one very important value yeah yeah and it was it was really good and then um, 
I got out of the twelfth standard, and I think that was another pivotal point because uh, I was in the first batch of students in India from the IB program, which is now quite prevalent. Yeah. But uh, you know, two thousand five was a time when you got out of the IB program. It was very few schools were there, and Indian universities were not accepting your grades from the IB program. How painful! Um, and I actually didn't know what I wanted to do, so I had got into a course in the UK on environmental economics. and it was actually the only thing that i had really gotten into uh, i hadn't done my sats okay. uh, and you know it was like fashionable in my school to go abroad sure i was talking to my parents and they were like i said i don't know what i want to do uh, and they said if you don't know what you want to do then why do you want to spend so much money going outside the country and then spending on the course and accommodation and everything so then i started uh, you know it was luck that i applied for the communications course in uh, uh, mumbai university bmm so it oh. was that the college said that look we'll evaluate you if you do really well in that exam so okay. i think some 4000 odd people give that exam i for, like luck i came third in that exam so i was like okay that means i'm really somewhere good at this you know communication related stuff sure so then i went into a communication course and uh, that's when i had my first stint with advertising uh, so i started to understand marketing and advertising a bit more i always you know otherwise i would have picked a management right related. that's the typical path yeah so then i started getting into communication and advertising and uh, i did three different internships all giving me three varying views of communication and advertising and uh, so i was like my college was mainly morning college so i used to finish my morning college and then do the internships uh from 12 to 8 or whatever so every 3 years really i did that really enterprising of you yeah and uh, yeah so i was doing that and the only time i would take a break is when the uh, you know when the cultural programs were there so like in uh, bombay you have like malhar or kaleidoscope or whatever you know the big college festivals right so uh, that was the time when you really got to you know understand that a lot of that made it and uh, yeah and i got out and i was like you know i want to give this a shot my last internship was i was a Uh, you know, I was blogging, oh. so it was a, a website called whatblog.com, uh, and uh, you know that's when you had uh, Nikhil Power doing Content Sutra, and Media Nama had just about started. So we were like, you know, I used to follow Nikhil. I used to be writing. I was the annoying intern who was on the other side uh, writing about the same things that he's writing. So we used to oh. tweet and things like that. But yeah, he's he's a good friend. I I know him well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, so I was from that same cloth. early days and then i saw that okay this uh, social media is uh, like kind of starting to boom etc and it you know it might be a new way of marketing mm-hmm. um so i said i'll just set up a company in that domain uh, so out of college what do i have to lose my st- salary offered was about 16000 bucks at the time okay um so i said okay if i lose 16000 bucks i'm okay to lose it as the opportunity the cost opportunity cost is very low sure let's do it and uh, did it and uh, that's when i set up my first company and that it was a three more guys who were uh, you know they had just about started it. yeah they just about <laughs> started it and they were saying look you know we'll print t-shirts and we'll you know do some uh, uh, brochures and everything i said guys leave all this this is not the right thing to do we have to go this direction and that's when the first company set up uh i did that for about 6 and 1/2 years and i realized that my path is not with them Um, mm-hmm. So I kind of said that you know I'm getting out, 
and I left and then I set up my second company Shebang which is what I run also today just tell me one thing when you say that you step back because your paths weren't sort of aligning is it also to do with you felt like your values were different suddenly after six years or was it just simply that the vision for the company was different I think values and vision both yeah uh, so values you know and then values is something that you actually you know, the fructification of what your values are only shows at at the end of your life very true you know, so one can keep talking about it but you know i mean values is something you keep internalizing every single day and then you you know purposefully act and then over a course of 40 50 years somebody can see that okay these values have led to this otherwise it's empty talk yes so uh, but yeah i felt like where the values were were not fully aligning with me mm-hmm. uh, and i said that you know i would do it another way um and often when you're you know working in a partnership you need to have a push up culture versus a push down so you know i did have a few weaknesses which i worked on my weaknesses was i was not a very good negotiator mm. i was uh, you know uh, soft with people in the sense that like if i have a soft corner with somebody i'll give them a I'm, i was okay to give people a chance sure uh, if they were soft so like those things i need to strengthen rather than be uh, made you know kind of like fun off in that sense so that wasn't aligning with me as i want to work with a set of people who are going to strengthen what i am sure and is able to then push you up uh so then that's when i left also the vision for the company there was a discussion to sell the company and i i i think i still think that the business that i'm in of uh, you know communication and it mm-hmm. and technology and marketing that fusion um i think there's a big space for it to grow independently Sure. So uh so that's when I went and set up Shebang. So that was my second, you know, so the first instance was around this first company Foxy Moron, second was around Shebang. Right. Um and then now with Level Supermind. So these are like markers in life. Sure. Uh which have uh, you know they often shape most of the t- you know your working time is spent building your companies. Very true. So and entrepreneurship is tough right i mean there's no 9 to 5 you're just like it's constantly tough, yeah. thinking about it and you're on it it's your life for those 6 7 8 years or whatever number of years you that you're doing it coming back to why why it's a, a full time job because you know from being the pn to the ceo plus also investing in the employees because mm, yeah. they are your responsibility now you know it doesn't matter how old you are uh you know i had 30 35 employees at that time and i still remember one of the guys uh you know had a he was maybe 32 and he had a heart attack on a client site and i'm like 24 trying to deal with that and trying to call and negotiate so you know these are things which i think in a way i look back and feel like they strengthened me as a person yeah. because i was able to deal with that crisis and learn something from it uh but in general i think on entrepreneurship is is very different i've heard uh, you talk a lot about uh, purpose and i know it's something which is dynamic and it keeps changing uh but i still again the reason i always talk about the process because i think that's what people can take as actionables hmm. you know otherwise it becomes a very theoretical conversation so you know how have you at different times in your life sort of recalibrated what is that purpose or has it always been fairly consistent the way you think about it no it unravels yeah keeps unraveling and you know that's the thing with uh, um with with something so heavy like purpose yeah um 
it's purpose is a combination of the situation that you've been put in uh so like if you're on the tennis court and you're out to put that serve it's a combination of things that have put you on that tennis court so, so same way you've been put into your scenario and then you see the you know the potential of that scenario and from that comes up your purpose so and i think often purpose is like a fuel right you need it to be able to do what you do so once i set up shebang um and i knew that i knew that i had gotten out to independently build shebang mm-hmm. because i was not interested in selling to a large major company i mean we had a very good offer to buy mm-hmm. uh, foxy moron good price at 25 26 you know they had almost a 200 crore valuation that they had given uh not that's, you know that's good that's yeah that's damn good um and uh, uh money was not like such a big driving factor for me that time i knew mm. that uh, but it had come with the riding terms of a seven year earn out and things like that you know so they needed us to stay fixed in that company for seven years and i knew that that was like almost like the prime of my youth mm. so mm. i said i want to get out build independently and i want to remain independent no but one second tell me a little bit more about that because most people will be like you know you why did you take why did you take that decision i mean you have good money sitting in there it's just a matter of 7 years yeah. like help me you know because very often i feel money becomes or at least now has is more and more increasingly becoming the guiding factor of making a yeah. choice i mean if you look at it from a commercial perspective also hmm. in those 7 years i went and built out a company which is three times the value yeah so, it's you know there is a value to time also sure uh, sure i could have been a bit smart about it i could have you know i mean in hindsight there are a lot of things that i have introspected about about things that i could have done to give myself a better exit right that's made me a stronger version of me today because i you know that's pinched me that's bled me uh but the you know i think the the point still remains that it was in hindsight a, the right decision um and so when i got out i knew that building independently uh is what i wanted to do mm. and then you know i started to come across various pieces of literature one of the uh, the good books which i read was the tcs story mm. by uh, mr ramadurai who was the second ceo of uh, tcs and he's really okay. responsible for the growth growth in that sense of sure. tcs and uh, i started thinking about like all the possibilities there's a another good guy uh, i i don't know if i can call him a friend because we're not like really in touch as much but gorav mishra is a guy who used to write a blog called gorovnomics and yeah 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 he used to talk about uh, you know how this digital world uh, is is going to have the ability to serve companies anywhere and that's when i started like really thinking in my head that look you know we're serving large indian companies we're serving them well and this the place where indian talent is to get today is that it is culturally exposed to the world we are the largest so true. talent market in the world culturally exposed to the world so now you have the ability for an indian team to actually serve you know with respect to the to creativity and the front end of creativity to global markets Uh, so what IT did in the early two thousands is now this is the new IT wave in that sense. Sure. Um, so then I started articulating that 
my purpose is to say from india to the world and the best of the world to india uh, that was something i was you know articulating in 2017 almost uh, you know so i was constantly saying that it caught people's imagination saying that look you know in this industry uh, in the industry that i run you have a leader in wpp which is uk uk born you have omnicom which is us born you have havas which is french you have publicis which is french you have dentsu which is japanese you yeah. have hakuhodo which is japanese and there is no clear indian player which is having a stamp in the global market uh, and that's what i want shebang to be that's what i'm building shebang to be uh, fantastic vision so so that's like you know then if you are then that's like a driving fuel to your purpose and then a lot of your decisions will be based on that so then i went and opened a company in the uk mm-hmm. and i started to serve that market so now we are now trying to look for opportunities how we are building the company make india very very strong market um and we have close to 1200 people here in india serving different different uh, you know different cohorts of clients and sure. different pieces of work so strengthen that to a very very efficient engine which is really going deeper that's the effort that we are making with the work and then find strong international outposts that can collaborate and then slowly build this company up to the potential that it is so um, you know and then that is that becomes one part of the purpose and i always felt that the other you know the when i said when i articulated for myself when i said from india to the world and the best of the world to india there was a mm. human angle missing because this is like a business angle absolutely you know there is uh, there is this transactional nature of the services and i knew that something was missing <laughs> um and then that's when level supermind fits so nicely into it because it's the it's the exchange of values from across the world sure uh, so and it's important also because i think especially with respect to the practice of meditation yeah uh, india is really the seat and the heart of where the practice evolved uh even a lot of buddhist practices or uh, you know there are various meditative practices which all originate from india yes. so in this modern world where the rest of the world has problems stress anxiety uh you know really finding purpose then how can we build a platform where people can come and in you know just use it as their daily practice platform sure so that's where that is going and then that makes it a bit more complete uh, sure. and that opens up the doorway then to do you know hopefully in the next few years more business around other avenues yeah uh, that's how i'm trying to build myself you know so that purpose then keeps adding i don't know i've given a long winded answer but it's like no but the other question that i want to ask you on that is you know um, very often as an entrepreneur uh the 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 purpose of the company also becomes your own purpose in very many Absolutely, ways right yeah. because it's synonymous yeah. but i also want to understand like where are you in your head with what is your purpose in the bigger scheme of things and how are you using these Uh, legs. Here is like the companies are extended arms of myself. Ah, and like sitting at the center of it, I'm I'm driving the purpose. Sure, I'm sure. driving the vision. So it's not like I see it any different. Any different, yeah. And if it's you know, and the more I've realized because that is where I'm spending my life and my time. Sure. So for me, if and it need not be your company it could be like the the role that you're doing right now or anything that you're spending time doing right now those are all extended arms of 
who who you are sure so and what i've realized is if i if the company start doing anything which is not aligning aligning with the vision then it's bound to not succeed yeah so uh, i try to put a lot of focus and effort on that and the purpose that the company is out to fulfill is actually my purpose i understand, I understand. and so then tell me you know uh, typical uh, agency i know i'm going to be very stereotyping here but when i think of an agency life i i think of like don draper of mad men right like drinking smoking stressed ruthless and it's a it's a difficult work environment right and and i see that you're extremely successful in that and then there's this completely different side of you we're talking about inner journey and empathy and kindness and so how have you so tried one to of the integrate that people in my industry because <laughs> okay. i you know see the image that you have is the yeah. image that i want to change yeah that's that's what i want to ask you that is uh, you know the the image that you have is the image that i want to change it's not going to be overnight sure. um i so advertising you know has always been this journey where you step out for a smoke to brainstorm or you get high to really imagine an idea and a lot of those are tales that are kind of told and spinned and then you know it's word of mouth and it keeps becoming reality yeah yeah i think in today's world uh, i mean people want to work in organizations that are that that allow them the opportunity to maximize what they want to do you know and sure. while i speak about it saying that okay a lot of the vision is manifested to the companies actually all the people who work in the companies are co-conspirators on that vision sure so the reason they are there is because somewhere some part of that vision also resonates with them yeah so i think this whole image that the advertising industry has of uh, you know dopey guys who are uh, always drinking is a old boys club a uh, lot of that is changing sure. and not just changing but is changing vehemently and changing fast uh, so much so that like for example in my company we don't have any drinking parties we don't allow alcohol in the premises we don't um you know we don't i mean we don't encourage it in the premises yes team my kind of place <laughs> yeah teams may want to get out and do it themselves uh but it's something that we don't encourage inside the workplace um and i've spoken about this on you know we have a company podcast i've spoken about this quite clearly there that I don't think you need to get high to get ideas you need to be able to you know and there's different kinds of people that are there uh yes the right brain and the left brain and you basically need to cultivate your mindset to be able to see observe and why companies are hiring us is because we are partners in growth yeah one second is one is we are partners in growth which is the effectiveness part of advertising and then there's the creative part of advertising which is the we basically infuse uh you know into the bloodstream of companies actually we infuse creativity even the industry has changed because it's sure. not just about writing ads now yeah now it's about you know it's a combination of all this it's a it's demanding a lot more from you very true uh, so hopefully this in a few years no for sure but tell me that are the cultural tenets a little bit different at chebang because you have this other side of you where you're really focused on meditation like one of them like you said is around um you know any sort of Uh, using uh, any uh, substances right yeah. whether that's alcohol or or anything else you have a strong 
view on that mm. and you want to execute and implement that in your culture but is there anything else that you feel you've borrowed from your meditative practice or from uh, what you've done or you are doing at uh, level supermind right and has that in any way also seeped in because it's bound to mm. since there's a common leader i think it's bound to they feed into feed each, into each other. other like uh, for example you know one of the things that we've always held strong as a practice inside shebang is also um, the idea of being knit into community Hmm. so we have a arm of ours called shebang for good which only basically goes out and does good yeah. Yeah. so now with the kind of uh, uh, you know csr mandates etc also that we have we need to make sure that we are one is the compliance part sure but one is something that you feel but like doing but second is that you you know there we realize that if we are going to have this vision saying that we are going to be the indian company that goes all over the world in this field we need to be able to give back to indian society at the grassroots so Amazing. what happens is that you'll typically so that basically three areas of our work one is at the uh, school infrastructure level mm-hmm. so there's tons of work that we've done either build toilets or refurbish schools or uh, last year we had a well which was uh, you know found in one of the schools playgrounds they had a huge water problem oh. uh, so it was a, a orphanage meet school where you know kids of abandoned parents who abandoned their kids or who passed away are staying there water was a huge issue so we built about six toilets there we got a well dug there uh, we have a computer lab that we are running and that That's was amazing. Uh, about eight schools that we were doing last year now it's 15 schools in addition to that we also running a program where across so we partner with teach find yeah. the kids who are strong in their 10th grades hmm. you know give them scholarship for creative and for technology so that they are accelerated so again so the linkage is let the base be strong the ones who are smartest at the 10th let them enter the industry and then the third bit which we are now starting to do on 22nd july we have the first big program of it uh, okay. we all 40 schools for their teachers to be upskilled so Fantastic. like you know people like you who could come and speak to the teachers but i mean it's a structured program and sure. people like you become the cherry on top you know like <laughs> where you have a uh, your your uh, your because they are the ones who are dealing with maximum number of kids yeah so i was like i'm running out of money on doing stuff in schools i mean like small things you know like uh, last year we also had one of the schools where the top floor of the school uh the kids are holding the hand but the fan is right there so they wanted the f- the roof to be increased yeah, so we spent to increase that so things like that which we are doing no but you're saying all of this so easily this is like a immense amount of work and work that you're giving back which you don't need to but you're still investing that time to give out back give back to society and creating future leaders so it's not or- like about honestly it's not about giving back you know sometimes beyond a point you'll see the interconnectedness that is and that's okay There that's part of things. business but yeah. you're still doing it i mean i'm sure others can see the interconnectedness yeah. and yet they choose to look away and just focus on other things so, no and i want know. to become damn rich because of this so that i can do more you know like <laughs> yeah. like i have a, a serious frustration and i hope you do I'm i hope you do i'm not able to do enough yeah um the one thing i do make it a point to like make sure that i am personally doing is go on ground and visit to see every center where we are putting money because it's not about like writing the check it's really about understanding the ground reality of what is there yeah. and there some things i may not be able to say here but you know certain things are also not right in the 
system you know the grassroots yes. level so yes yes i i, I agree with you so that is where the effort is uh, you know but then you have to keep going on um and then same way so now if you're talking about the values that exchange you know this whole the way the programs are running so in level supermind we have a team which goes out to the same schools and starts to teach the kids meditation and yeah. so we expose them uh, in fact one of the amazing things we had we did this in a school we did a seven day program in a school okay. where the school was kind to give us like the same place every morning so our team went in uh, you know it's a, basically the program is a combination of things we talk a little bit about the mind and how the mind is structured sure. and you know how your mind works okay uh, you know so the fact that you can increase your focus you can increase your memories these are the centers of your mind which hold this yeah, yeah. then there's a bit of breath work and how old are these kids typically so they'll be uh, 8th 9th 10th acha okay typically we do 8th 9th 10th makes sense uh, because that's the age where you can you know you can really be exposed to it sure and i had my first exposure to meditation in school uh, oh. and i still remember that experience so i was like if kids can experience that for the first time in a good quality way yeah then that is a higher chance for them to stick around stick it as a practice you know later somewhere or the other you'll come back to that because the you know you can the 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 practice may go but the feeling never goes away so you know the first time the feeling that comes is that feeling that you know i want to remember this feeling so um, and i want to keep feeling it again and how do i do that like how do it yeah. becomes you know almost that bliss becomes addictive right or you even in a moment of adversity if the practice has left you you may just come back to that instead of something else so true so uh, that's what we said so there's a little bit of this you know functional part of like this is how the brain works there's a bit of breath work and then we have uh, carry a big speaker to the schools okay. uh, where then we play our guided meditations in the schools right and uh, so then that because those have been done in a quality way so you know just the experience is much better than somebody guiding in person um so that's how the program is for 7 days there was this one girl who at the end of 7 days mm. she came up and okay. she had this fear of anxiety of public speaking and she said that i'm getting now the confidence because of the effort you guys have put in to us on the 7 days i'm getting the confidence i want to speak So Fantastic. she got up, spoke to the whole class for the first time, got her ovation. You know, everybody loved it. So it was one of those moments that gives the motivation to keep doing this. Yeah. Uh, so that is how. I mean, those are the moments you live for, right? And do what you do. I mean, I think something like that will keep you going for a few years. I'm sure. And even the team who was there who experienced this for sure. And all credit too, because it's not easy for the team. You know, these are guys who have their day job. They are either in product engineering, or they are in app content or notifications, oh. or they are building. you know different parts of the product sure so these guys going in every morning teaching and then coming to the office it's strenuous i know for sure for uh, sure now we are structuring the program also in a better way because now we see the you know the power of now doing this in schools throughout so we now we are trying to work with the government to see you know allow us into more schools yeah and let us do this so that's oh that's fantastic So tell me a little bit. You said that you the first time you got exposed to meditation was in school. Yeah. Um, tell me more about that. And then I know that you've been on this exploratory journey where you've tried various kinds of meditation. Uh, so you know, just name a few. Tell me what you did. How did you feel? What were the highlights for you? Yeah. Uh, because anyone who's wanting to begin this journey, I think very often the question is, like, 
I know I need to meditate. Especially I think post COVID, most people have realized they need to do some some sort of practice. They need to fall back on. Yeah. But very often the question is, but how? Which one is good for me? You know things like that. And I think you've done a little bit of that work. And I want to sort of sort of dip into that yeah. uh, learning of yours. So I after school I didn't meditate. You know <laughs> I just just that feeling stayed with me that it was nice. Sure. But I came, I would say came back to meditation. somewhere in 2018 so it was not like it's always been a part of me mm-hmm. um and it was very instrumental for me to be able to get over my you know i had a drug problem and it was instrumental for me to get over my drug problem but it's you know there was just there was a bit of a uh, you know so i think what happens is that you have um this process you're talking about atmagyan or knowing yourself right the i was working with a coach of mine Mm-hmm. uh coach saloni suri and she was doing a group session with my teams right um and that's actually in that group session you know it's typically in those moments where you're really shutting everything down observing yourself that's when my vision of india to the world also came in that session right and, uh we did a lot of these tests so i then invited her to do the same session in bangalore right i did it in bombay first and then invited her to do it in bangalore and then uh i had been trying to get out of smoking i needed a joint to sleep every night basically i would uh smoke a joint every night and then go to sleep for about 2 to 3 years i was like every day i want to get out of it mm. but i wasn't able to get out of it that's the thing with an addiction that it always keeps you in so i would read uh these different papers about what is doing to my mind what is doing to my physical health but while i was reading that then in the night the joint was always there but tell me what got you into it what were you trying to get out of to get into smoking a joint so i did think about that now you know like what yeah. what i was uh i was actually running away from the stress of my work mm. i was running away from uh you know i said i left my partnership yeah. i was running away from the inability of that partnership to really you know nurture me uh, a lot of what i was doing in my first company i was actually one of the promoters but i was the you know koluka bell if you may acha so, i understand you know i was uh, we had uh, i mean what we had social media marketing we had video editing we had uh, seo we had uh, media planning and buying we had tech and we had uh, i mean basically these and i was running ye bhi bahut hai i was running four <laughs> out of these five wow uh, and i was basically front facing all the clients and i was front facing most of the teams and I, so you were just overwhelmed and i like was overwhelmed I, and i didn't feel like i was getting my due and i wasn't able to confront that i'm not getting my due rather i went into something else sure so the you know and that's what happens typically as a psychological process right like and if you're on, i i wasn't you know traditionally not very good with confrontation yeah, yeah. Uh, now i've got more you know understanding that blind side and now i think i'm quite competent to handle confrontation sure um so i was running away from not wanting to confront i was running away from that and then that's when i went into a drug yeah i mean it, like yeah there was the functional aspects of that oh your food will taste better and <laughs> you know food was also in a way a, a distraction from that it was like you know often they say that if you're constantly wanting to eat sweet stuff or you're constantly wanting to fill yourself with junk it's you know you're at a psychosomatic level you're fortifying your body with fat 
yeah. because it's there's a lot coming at you absolutely and you are uh, i mean different people have different def- defense mechanisms right like yeah. uh, like you said some people do binge eating some people you know tend to smoke up and then you have the other side like you know somebody like me will be like okay instead if i'm really stressed instead of running 5 kilometers i'll do 8 today because <laughs> i need to get that adrenaline out of yeah. my system yeah no i i totally i totally understand but again tell me more about you got out of that addiction um and meditation helped you yeah because do that. it was one you know i actually opened up to saloni suri and i said to her that you know i i've not spoken to too many people about this but i have a drug problem yeah and uh, then she asked me a few questions and then she said you know basically you are constantly getting high because you're not high enough on your own life <laughs> was her diagnosis sure now and then she said okay just you know like just think about what i'm saying and uh, she gave me this app meditate me okay. uh, which is a bunch of good meditations by kelly howell uh, she's a theta healing based meditation i understand so i did that for the first time i had been trying to do headspace for like you know i used to do those 2 minute 5 minute meditations i would not hold my focus this after that conversation i held my focus for 30 minutes that night i gave it up overnight so after that i haven't touched it what a story it. amazing so it was i guess it was for me a little bit of that messaging you know going into my subconscious and traveling faster because of that meditation that i did i think it did that so i knew that it had an impact on my life to be able to get over that then sure. it became a daily practice and then as it became a daily practice you know between 2018 to 2020 it was something i did vehemently uh, you know so you'd follow the run up with a meditation you'd follow the workout up with a meditation and it became almost like a part of my routine and i started seeing the impact of it on my work mm-hmm. as i i was suddenly you know i was a bit like your first guest you know yeah uh, madhur yeah uh, like madhur he was i was uh, a motor mouth <laughs> i was not motor mouthing that much uh, i was being okay. more purposeful with my words ah oh. uh, stress wasn't as stressful anymore sure. i was able to see longer then of course covid came you know and you had for me it was a challenging time because for our company there was a 75% drop in billing in between march and april tough stuff yeah tough stuff you have to decide whether you want to lay people off or you want to continue going and that's when i saw the resilience also being able to develop because i wasn't thinking about hey let's cut this I actually went and i was finding stuff about companies that had lasted outlasted difficult periods mm. and so one instrumental talk i saw was of azim premji and wipro and how you know his compounded growth rate over so many years with compounded efficiencies coming every year led them to become a you know multi billion dollar business yeah. yeah so i actually then put it down on paper i put my excel out i said look if we continue to grow at this percentage in 8 years we'll be a billion dollar company oh so, wow um 8 years 10 years you know depending on how the growth rate structure but that's then i said that okay you know my 300 is what compared to where i want to be yeah at least you have a goal post i mean you you yeah so that gave the resilience saying that okay we will fight through this we grew through the covid period uh between 2020 to 2023 we grew four times uh so you know we continued to emphasize growth i learned a lot as an individual and uh, that's when i also 
I mean, that's when I went around that same period on my first podcast ah. with Ranveer. Okay. So I went on the Ranveer show for the first time when it was it was just a new podcast and it blew up like it was five lakh views on a podcast of a guy, the kind running the company. Okay, like I'm my, manifesting yeah. here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, sure. <laughs> and uh, you know, Ranveer and I had just reconnected. Ranveer was really vehemently going in to his meditation practice. Uh, we bonded over the fact that. that's something that's really helping the both of us sure uh, we said that we should start you know there's maybe there's something for us to build together uh and then both of us drew the line saying that look you know this is this is really something that we could build together okay um and then we started building so that's when we gave birth to level supermind and then came along ayush who's our third co-founder on level supermind he comes from a technology background he's right. a, uh you know he's from iit madras and he's got more of a uh, engineering mindset so that's when we started building the product and it came into shape uh but somewhere along the journey then it was fantastic because i got to experiment so much my curiosity in what was already helping me mm-hmm. uh grew you know exponentially so you know the two three two three things i can speak about which have been very interesting and enriching to to view uh one is there is a fantastic book called the science of meditation uh by daniel goleman and richard davidson oh yes uh fantastic book because it really puts together all the literature on the you know the different various experiments and research papers that have been peer reviewed and done in the field of meditation and what it's really distilling is that within 2 weeks of a meditation practice mm-hmm. regular meditation practice you will be able to f- see reduce signs of stress uh 2 years you will see heightened focus yeah and if, if you go beyond a period of you know like i mean there's a number of hours i can't remember the exact number of hours but it was roughly about 7 years of a regular meditation practice you will start seeing altered traits through neuroplasticity so you will basically be able to grow your mind beyond what it is yeah. and you know so that was really one piece of work which was that you know hey we need to do more peer reviewed stuff like this in india so we started doing a bit of that okay uh, so we partnered with this company newphony which is making the uh, eeg headsets ah right to start looking at you know what is the effect of a regular and the waves med- the, yeah. yeah what is the effect of a regular meditation practice on people's minds sure so that was one instrumental piece the second is that as we started talking about meditation we realized that look, actually there are so many schools of mm-hmm. meditation and so many ways yes you know so you have what is in the west traditionally the mindfulness school which is derived a lot from buddhism mm-hmm. so it is what your traditional guided meditation practice of watch your breath you know and be aware be, aware, be present be present so that's a lot of the mindfulness school there is a school around visualization so you mm-hmm. know you've got mindfulness which is around your breath there is visualization and mindfulness sorry before i go to visualization mindfulness is uh, uh you know a lot of the vipassana school is derived from mindfulness or you know say. you have uh, uh, a lot of the practices that art of living has is also a lot of it is around breath observation yes it's a, i mean actually on a lot of schools are a combination vipassana is pure pure breath sure. uh, and and scan uh then you have visualization which is you know you mentioned the word manifestation a lot of it is around visualization so 
वॉट यू सी एज पॉपुलर कल्चर मेडिटेशन इज अ कॉम्बिनेशन ऑफ एन ऑफ माइंडफुलनेस एंड विजुअलाइजेशन बिकॉज यूल हैव अ प्रैक्टिस विच विल हैव यू वॉचिंग योर ब्रेथ एंड देन विजुअलाइजिंग यू एट अ सर्टन स्पॉट और अ सर्टन प्लेसिंग योर लाइफ अ सर्टन वे यू नो इवन इफ यू सी मास्टर चौकसुई अराउंड प्राणिक हीलिंग इफ ही टॉक्स अबाउट द ट्विन हार्ट हीलिंग मेडिटेशन इज अ वेरी फेमस ग्लोबल मेडिटेशन अराउंड यू गेटिंग अप करेक्ट क्रॉस एंड सींग यू नो योर सेल्फ detach from the world and you yeah. know that visualization is again a very powerful tool in meditation uh third is around heart you know so like people observe the breath you have the observation of the heart uh but it's about really finding the anchor where you can observe yes um and uh, the fourth is around mantra and chanting uh and either chanting or just listening to the chant uh so a lot of a lot of these is actually about having your mind have a single pointed focus yeah. so yeah. whether that focus is the mantra or whether that focus is your breath or the focus is your heart or the focus is what you're visualizing sure and most meditation practices have a combination of these to get you what you're looking to for you in terms of peace for. calm whatever yeah, and, whatever and to get your mind to focus on this one point because the yeah. moment your mind starts focusing on these you know that one single pointed Uh, focus yeah. yeah what you what you start seeing is you start seeing then uh, neurologically you start seeing reduced uh, signs of secretion of the stress hormone right, right. you start seeing more of you know your uh, fluctuation to stimuli reducing, reducing. yes uh, and that is what a combination of these schools are doing so what we are building at level supermind is the ability to bring all of these paths in one place and so therefore how do you begin what we've done is on the app there's a fantastic intro series okay. which is available in english hindi kannada uh, tamil uh, telugu marathi gujarati bengali so wow. you know we've realized that so you're like you're just democratizing this concept of meditation everyone yeah. should come in yeah doesn't matter language shouldn't be a barrier language shouldn't be a barrier we've made it a bit more uh, you know modern contemporary to today's times in the way the delivery is done sure in the way the you know in in the way it's 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 very pleasurable experience uh, so we built one intro series like that which is the base which actually exposes you to vari- variety of these styles okay and then you can take your different paths on the app Understood. Uh, and then we have you know so we have some fantastic collaborators who are working with us on the app uh you know this uh, i was telling you about om dhumatkar who's done the om chanting series and yes uh, and he's also a vedic scholar so he's done the om chanting series uh which is what a combination you know, which is <laughs> which is one fantastic series uh, uh i was actually i was hoping that you know if he had little time we could do that uh, intro yeah, series yeah i i would love uh, to do that yeah, why not and um you know i think the few things that you said that really appealed to me because you know i i do my own meditative practice and that is really anchored in the heart so when you spoke about you know how it's anchored in the heart um that's what we do which is a lot about suggestion and just bringing your mind to your heart region yeah. um like you said it's anchoring there but the only difference being that you know in english we say meditation is about focusing on one object but if you think about it in our sanskrit or our, in raja yoga dhyana is all about transcending the mind absolutely right so it's not focus yeah, yeah. but it's more around regulation yeah. and moving from thinking to feeling yeah and that is a lot of what heartfulness meditation yeah. is a lot about you know and that's the other part also so the reason why we are 
you know trying to have so many all the various styles is because if you don't like one style there's another i love that each one has their own you know some people might really connect with the mantra chanting some yeah. people might connect with mindfulness some people might connect with a visualization uh so that is what we are really consistently building and we speak to a lot of consumers to be able to understand that sure, sure. you know where is the signals coming from and that's how we are building the app you know the heart that you spoke about also so interesting is that the buddhist practices around compassion are also really focused on the heart yes the sufi practices of meditation mm-hmm. are also focused on the heart oh i didn't so, know that you know and the more we are doing work around this we are seeing the commonalities across the various scriptural you know pursuits across the world and how there are so many commonalities around this very very interesting it's very enriching to be a part of it actually i can so, imagine uh and that's why starting this journey to build this investing the time energy effort money to put into building this and be able to create a product that the world will enjoy eventually is immensely satisfying because of that you know what I mean, started I'm, out as a uh, you know hobby. hobby to get over my <laughs> joint you know is uh, is here so i can't be more and grateful. doing good for the world yeah doing good for the world absolutely no i think you know you put it so simply but i find that this can really change the direction of people's lives and that's also one of the reason you know why i'm also doing this podcast and uh, like i am completely bought into what you're doing at uh, at level supermind supermind because i truly believe that the inner journey is the one that is going to hold you in good stead you know i think one of the things i've started to say a lot of and it's come to me naturally which is the one relationship that you can invest in which you are never going to be disappointed about is the one with yourself and i think for me that was that became as clear as day uh, through covid and i think a lot of people got that time during covid to do that thinking to do that recalibration um but coming back um, and even in heartfulness i just want to say one more thing which you when you spoke about experimentation right i think uh, you know my uh, the heartfulness uh, global guide uh, kumlesh patel he always says in heartfulness or any sort of meditation practice uh, you are the experimenter and you are the experiment as well you know so to your point about you're giving people the exposure to choose the path that they want uh, i think the only thing we say is at least commit to one path for some time and see the difference and don't do it for some time right and then you feel the difference the, the the weeks i meditate and the weeks i don't meditate i know i'm a completely different Absolutely. version and when i see that not so nice version of pragya coming out i'm like no 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 i need to come back i need to connect again i need to feel that anchor and that that uh, grounding that i that my meditation practice gives me you know there are certain connotations to meditation ki ye log baba log hai dharmik log hai zyada uh you know i've also heard ki boring ye boring hai, hai ye ameero ke chochle hai you know all of that uh, because uh, when we started we tried to take some advice so somebody said ameero ke chochle i was like ye actually ameero ke chochle nahi hai sabke ye existential hai boss everybody can do it no matter where you are because it's about maximizing yourself where you are and then going up so uh, what we are trying to do is our stated mission and that's over the next few months our main work is to you know it's interesting you spoke about the don draper because our mission is to actually change the image now of meditation yeah yeah you know, to make it young cool gen z it has to be you know desirable 
so now that's where now the design will start coming in so we are starting to work on a whole new redesign of it no you're so right i mean the why i want to interrupt you here is because you know you just think about um, go back and i think a lot of the bay area culture is around that right where they've suddenly made it a cool portion to oh i i don't do meetings in the office i go for hikes and now suddenly everyone around the world is hiking yeah. right or uh, you know you have uh, mark zuckerberg and steve jobs talk about him down to india i meditated and that's how i found um, what i need to do mm-hmm. at apple or for mark uh, when i was at facebook it was a normal i was at whatsapp but a lot of the conversations were around how when he didn't know what to do next he came down to india meditated and then he found what he wanted yeah. to, to do next and when we hear it from there it's you know we 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 feel like now we want to do it and so i completely agree that how can we make it like it is in the bay area where yeah. the cool quotient is you're not drinking you're not smoking you're sleeping early or you're waking up early and you're actually prioritizing your body and mind and soul a lot of it's also about image and imagery you know i think we have to also be able to derive from uh, you know things like industries like alcohol yeah i mean at the end of the day you're doing a marketing job so you have to be shameless about the fact that look i mean there is a uh, there is a liquid which is actually not so good for you correct which is packaged as the most desirable thing out there so they've really done a very good job selling themselves that is what we need to really now start to derive from you know what's sure. what's the visual language of it going to look like what is it going to you know how do you make it look very appealing and sexy yeah that's why i'm going to really dig deep and go into my marketing background to dig into that because that's the next i love that mission you know so we just talk about the interconnectedness yeah kind of comes in place so uh that and then it really ties into this whole you know what is it that india can offer to the world i think this is one of the things it's a shame that we don't have a de facto global meditation platform which is run out of india uh, so it's not a household name not run out of india so you know over the next few years we will be that No amazing um that I absolutely love the vision that you have uh, and I think you know whatever it takes to support it like you know I think we all should get together and do that uh, it's only going to get bigger and better and I think as meditators we understand that there isn't just one top position mm, yeah uh, there yeah. never is yeah. uh, you know I think our approach always or at least my approach is that it's not about competition but it's about collaboration yeah. and let's find a way to grow the pie i mean there's so much for all of us in this space so why think of only uh, one top spot but tell me a little bit more about um, you know firstly i love the fact that you're in regional languages because i'll tell you we say you know, local we all, uh, sorry sorry we local, local. indic yeah. indic languages <laughs> <laughs> no absolutely and i'll tell you why because you know we all have a voice in our head and we all speak in that yeah. language right so you know fortunately unfortunately i have grown up learning english so that is the language i speak to myself in but the majority of india is speaking in that first language to themselves exactly and if you are able to give them that guided meditation in that language really connects boom like you don't need to do much more because you know can you imagine somebody is like first struggling to translate and then figure out acha meditation is tough enough upar se aap angrezi mein aur de do to matlab ho gaya i'm not going to do it so i'll tell you a little bit of what we have on the app we have meditation we have a mind section which has med- which has focus music and which has breath work sure so those that's the mind section we have a body section which has a you know variety of workouts okay. so you have a series on introduction to yoga and then going deeper into yoga you also have hiit mm-hmm. and you have uh, some freehand 
related exercises. Okay. So that's the second section of the app. The third is we've got a sleep section. Okay. Sleep is a big uh, problem for Gen Z. Uh, you know, oh, really? it's a challenge that they want to overcome. So there we have, uh, you know, the s- traditional storytelling format for sleep built in a way to help you sleep. Uh, okay. It's almost like, uh, you know, there's a lot of research around what you feed your mind before you go to sleep is, you know, in, in the in the sleep state, your mind is actually ruminating on that. So mm. we're talking about calling it feed your mind with wisdom before you sleep. So oh. that's the story section. And then we also have uh, Yog Nidra inspired as well as specific Yog Nidra practices okay. uh, in the sleep section. Oh, I love that. And then the fourth section that we have is a journaling section. So uh, there's like the uh, intention, reflection, gratitude journaling. And then there is some special journals which you could do on your birthday or, you know, the new year, life's big questions or like my year ahead, things like that. Oh, so you use them as in some way probing questions Absolutely. so that people can actually think about those things. Yeah, the oh, slam I really book like that. of life. Ah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, that's, these are the core sections of the app and it's tied in with this whole uh, gamification layer. Uh, and uh, yeah, you can see yourself on your leaderboard. We have an interesting group meditation feature also. Okay. So, you know, like one of the first things I, you know, we had said when we started is like, we want to make it as cool and ac- as accessible as having a glass of wine together. So we built a, a group meditation feature where I can, I'm listening to this. I can just send the link to Pragya and we meditate together. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, and also there's a power to shared circles. So right now meditation is by far the most used, um, you know, feature, feature on the app. Our introduction to meditation series is the most used uh, series. Because most people must be first time yeah. seekers. No? They're like figuring out. Hindi, ah, okay. is, in Hindi. Hindi language is the first most used introduction to meditation. Okay. Um, and then we have uh, our users as we call them uh, and speak to them. We understand that once they start, they want to keep going deeper. So it's interesting uh, because we are now taking all the various life oriented triggers to build practices around at one end and the second is we are going deeper at a, a scriptural level to go into the knowledge of it knowledge practices uh, knowledge led meditation practices yeah. yeah so palgar in poche has done um, an intro to uh, meditation and you know in buddhism typically meditation you know as you go across it starts with gratitude mm-hmm. going into compassion going into interconnectedness and then there's various uh, mantras which you can also chant. So he's done a visualization mixed with a mantra meditation practice. So it's very interesting actually. You know, now we're just having so much fun just merging yeah. all of these and working with the creators to build something very, very, um, you know, where we are pushing the limits on the way meditation is created. So it's uh, now... And perceived and practiced. And I think you're also giving the whole buffet in a way right you're like yeah. here is what the world looks like yeah. and now you figure out what you really like and then keep going uh, deeper into it yeah. um, and you know just to add to that you know the comment you made about uh, see we are not an alternative to the large schools hmm. I think where we see ourselves no, no. is we will bring you to the door of that school Yeah. so you sample you learn you enjoy you you know you feel that it's the right what we want is to bring more people in Yeah. may go to hard people into the into the path 
and then somebody may go to iskon somebody may go to sadguru somebody may go to heartfulness somebody may go to shri shri ravi shankar somebody may just continue their own practice by themselves uh that's amazing yeah, too that's amazing too yeah and uh, yeah one more thing that we've started doing you know when i said by themselves we started building a lot of unguided meditations okay. so based on you know there's sound based theta based meditations where each sound frequency can resonate at yes. certain you know and and even if you may call it a placebo uh, there's a combination some of it is that but some of it is also the frequency resonating to work with different parts of your body to unlock uh, you know uh, certain things that 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 are blocked yeah. which yeah. are unguided meditations which just start you off and then you meditate for that 30 minutes so the meditation that unguided meditation is effectively your marker to finish your 30 minutes or your well, 60 minutes whatever yeah no i love that because i think even in in heartfulness meditation we've also done some research we have a heartfulness institute which has a lot of research around meditation and you're absolutely right the deep sleep waves and deep meditation which is the theta waves are the same so very often when people meditate with us at heartfulness you're sitting like this and you're meditating and they come out of the meditation and they're like oh i think i'd gone to sleep and i like no uh you didn't go going to sleep you were actually in deep meditation because there's nobody who can who can sit like this and sleep mm. right like you and the other indicator is that when you finish the meditation usually people come out of it feeling refreshed they're energized they want to go out and do more whereas when you wake up from deep sleep that's not how you wake up you know mm. you're groggy it takes you 15 20 minutes to get your alignment you know you want some coffee to wake you up so you know um and they're able to experience that theta very very early in the meditative practice and which is why i think people want to come back do it and try it and it's very simple yeah. integrative yeah. Uh, integrative practice but you know i think the work that you're doing and the knowledge that you have just shared around meditation is huge and i love how it's so integrated and it's so i would say holistic in the way that you want to be that gateway you don't want to be the gatekeeper yeah. you just want to make sure that uh, so nicely you open yeah. <laughs> that you just open up the doors for just the value that meditation and the inner journey brings to you which path or you also or made a other interesting comment so why we called ourselves supermind hmm. because if you see globally the whole global perception of meditation as an unlocker yeah. of success as opposed to a downer of stress uh, is what we wanted to be against you I know so then it's slightly against agree. the grain from a positioning perspective also and you should be right because it's not like i should start meditation if i have a failed relationship or if i have uh, become bankrupt or if i have been just literally life is shoved yeah. in is not when i should be finding the meditative practice uh, it should be because like you very rightly pointed out i want to become a better version of myself because guess what that struggle will come but because i'm meditating i just be better placed to deal with that yeah. struggle and maybe unlock that learning or that opportunity that that struggle is trying to teach me yeah. because if you're not meditating all you're going to be is in that loop of why me mere sath kyun hua ye aise nahi hona chahiye tha keep talking about that and just lose out that bigger picture of hey this is what life is trying to teach you yeah. and can you sort of make lemonade out of this and and move on so yeah. I, i love this where, where we are seeing it from now is that you know we have Uh, gone back to scripture so there's arthi artharthi jigyasa and bhakta you know mm-hmm. so there are four and we are not discriminating against any so we are saying some people are coming relationship heartbreak to bhi aao sure you know so yes yes there is this bigger purpose 
and you know you probably on the more evolved scale so you can say this uh, quite eloquently but where we are seeing is because we are seeing ourselves as a gateway uh, we are seeing that look you could be somebody who wants to come because you've had a heartbreak yeah uh, you know because you're facing stress you have your exams coming up and you want a relief you could be that sure you could be somebody who's coming saying look i want to get better at my job and i want more focus in my mind and i want to be able to ace and i want to be smarter than the other guy in the room <laughs> yes okay so you come for that also yeah. Yeah. If you want you you could be somebody who comes to say i want to discover myself yeah, yeah. and you come you could be somebody who says i may want to come to transcend now we don't have the license or the ability yet to be able to say look the ones who want to transcend come to this platform because that is where you know there are there are better people than us and i can say that quite openly because we are not good at that i mean we will uh, derive from people who are very good at it and have some of that on the platform but we are quite open to say all seekers of all styles who want to basically work on their mind to be able to maximize their mind this is a platform for that no matter what the trigger outside is as long as you know that's my um, mantra always no matter what happen outside of you the point is if it if merit if meditation is what you're using mm. to cope with it man you're on the right track mm. because and i'm not saying that because i do it but I, that's what i've seen around me um, and a lot of people who've come on this podcast have also shared that you know the the value that you get out of connecting with your inner self is tremendous mm. uh, you know rumi also said what you seek uh, is always seek- seeking you is also that, seeking you yes that and also that you know you're you're seeking for the wonders outside when all of them lie within you and so can we just find a way to find you know find a way to uh, explore that in a yeah. in a journey what we have also coming up on the app is uh, we have the divine wisdom of rumi his compilation oh, of his i best love quotes his poetry yeah and his and quotes his, uh, and his poems uh, to be put together as uh, you know almost in so because we have a wisdom section coming sure. with sure. Uh, with kesha swami maharaj doing the geeta so then we have the quotes from rumi and we have also uh, you mentioned raj yoga so we have uh, swami vivekanand's uh, okay. thoughts also recited and narrated just stuff that you can play back oh i love that so now we are just trying to find how you know how else can we add more value i heard you say something around uh, you know what is what is the sign of an integrated character or integrated human being is around the character being closer uh, to the feeling that you have in the inner self right and how character is just what shows up externally how i manifest my values um, but at the end of the day the more synchronized i am with my inner and outer self that is when i bring out the authentic self so to say and that is when i am also able to make the right choices because when i am listening to that intuition and listening to that voice that is telling me do this over that and if i am in that state of flow where the where i am in the right place where the world wants me to do this guess what like that is about being at the right place at the right time and that happens when you listen to your uh, inner voice um, as rumi says appear as you are be as you appear yeah and sounds so simple and yet there are so many layers of our persona and character and all of that that we keep just fundamentally i think we all have the same needs we're all the same human beings uh, i remember we were talking about that earlier as well and i think for me covid really changed that for me um, and you know i, I really want to understand if covid changed particularly anything else 
for you shifted anything for you i would love to know that just being in lockdown right apart from yeah. of course starting level super mind but for you as hoshil in your personal journey i had some changes in uh, my personal life so uh, i used to be married i stopped being married that was a big change so that itself over the last 3 years has been a uh, quite an introspective journey yeah um and uh, yeah and and then with that comes you i mean i i guess over the last 3 years i've also understood and dwell you know like dwelled on and delved into um various also practices with respect to psychology and therapy yeah, yeah. Uh, because i had to do a lot of work on myself to be able to uh, understand what was going on with me um my meditation practice has deepened significantly i've gotten exposure to so many different meditation practices as a result uh, and then that's a circle right like because you're yeah. there uh you know so so i think it's i sometimes i'm as as i'm speaking this i'm like you know I, you can't you are marveling at the fact of the place that life has put you in because you have so the true. ability to uh, go deep into these meditative practices therefore you are by default exposed to scripture uh therefore by default you are exposed to then really you know even actually doing the sadhana around it you will meet the people around it sure and then uh, i think there's a there's a business side to me which i think is also very very important because then you combine all of this and it's uh, you know it's 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 allowed you to find a better version of yourself so i think now i can see what the most the best version of myself can be uh, i'm not there yet sure. um, but at least i can see it i'm so, so happy for i'm you. just trying to like you know now run towards that or like actually no this is also important i used to think i want to run towards that but now i'm slowly slowly patiently walking towards that that's a massive shift in belief yeah because i think we are just tuned to feel like we belong or we have a value in this world only if we are doing something hmm and i think even for me covid changed that i don't have to be like i don't have to, to i don't have to do to be hmm. i can just be and that's enough i can just be who i am and let go and surrender and let sometimes life pass me by i don't have to control and always be active to get to some place uh doing nothing is also doing something you know and i think that shift for me was also huge but you know really thank you for sharing what you did i mean it takes a lot of uh, courage to do that uh, you know just be very open and yeah. vulnerable so it's the first time i've spoken that. about it so no, outside i mean of course I the feel, people who I are close are uh, there's a good support circle but you know it's the first time i've been able to speak about it on a podcast so that's good so thank you for the uh, environment which makes it comfortable to share no it's uh, i feel i feel absolutely privileged that you know you did share this uh, with me and that you thought i was able uh, and worthy of you sharing this so so thank you so much for that um i just want to ask you you know just tell me because i know a lot of people went through a lot of relationship challenges like how did meditation truly or your practice truly help you um you know one or two things that you felt okay like you know i can tell you the the relationships are like habits right very often where you know you get used to having somebody around you get used to doing things in a certain way sometimes it's all also about breaking that habit 
and then how do you fill that time and space which you had somebody else fill for you um so how did your practice sort of just help you deal with this and make and how did you give it this positive spin to it because this is a tough tough situation to go through um i think in my case just with my separation it mainly gave me um the resilience to weather through that um and it's i think that's a you know a long different conversation in itself because it's a uh, because i i was attached to my partner i'm about 36 now is attached for 20 years almost mm. so to have a, a you know such an important person um kind of not be a part of your life anymore it leaves a big hole yeah. uh, so i think more than anything what it helped me with it is it helped me understand myself a lot more because when you when you are you know you have your life like this and then one part of your life is pulled out you have a gaping hole so then you try to understand okay what was i filling up and then therefore what are these what are these different parts of me uh, that that were in a relationship that ultimately i felt was unhealthy yeah. yeah so what was that and why was i being unhealthy uh, that was a lot of the discovery process and i think therefore for me combination of therapy and meditation it, you know it's it's always uh, because therapy is like talking into a mirror and then um, you just have somebody patiently listening without reacting and saying hey i think you're trying to say this so that process of knowing yourself followed by then reflecting on that in stillness is i think helpful yeah um so i also just want to ask you uh, one last question which is i of course understand that you are going to be playing and and level supermind is going to be playing a very critical role i think in defining the meditation culture in india um i just want to understand where do you see it going and what are some of the goals that level supermind has set to contribute to that growth so our goals are uh, you know there is there are there are three things that we are now really focusing on um one is we are while we have the app we you know we have learned from some of the top monasteries and schools in the world that they have a daily walk in meditation mm-hmm. so sure. we are starting our online version of that where everybody is welcome to come and try it for the first time so that's one you know big initiative that we are focusing on the second initiative that we are focusing on is we want to be able to go into more and more schools so that is the other thing we want to make sure that as we go about doing this so one is we want to get as many people join our online classes in the morning or not class but like a online open session in the morning we want to go into as many schools and we want sure. to continue being in more hands and pockets um uh, all while being a uh, sustainable revenue driven as a company so you know we uh, we were on the 1st of january uh, in the health and fitness section of apple we were in the top 3 apps uh, so and then you know we that was the big uh, bump that we had we were in the top 10 in the google play store oh. in the health and fitness section so uh, you know we've been bootstrapped and profitable from very early on uh, that's how you know i've always run my businesses that you know you don't really 
but then now i think this business will require some uh push beyond uh, <laughs> yeah. so this 2 million that we go to will give us the license to uh, you know get those get that push uh, so mm-hmm. we'll go out into the market see what people are willing to back us then um and then we will go to different parts of the world uh in india itself there will be a big role to play to further percolate because 2 million is nothing in a market like india um and that's what we're going to have to focus on i think the other thing that we are also really really you know the next one year is going to be critical for us on this language of meditation how do we redefine and make it cool desirable you yeah. know and and really something that want to be associated we take a lot of inspiration i think it's cliched but we take a lot of inspiration from nike because what nike did to running in the 60s yeah. is what yeah. we have to do to meditation in 2020 oh i so love that so that is a you know like goal post yeah. um and then we see then you know where it takes us but you know we're going to put in whole hearted effort and uh, do it honestly and work with as many people as we can along the way um no i i love that vision and i think we we need it it is the need of the hour especially with you know you spoke about de addiction i think smoking drinking is one kind of addiction i think that was back in the earlier generation i think our generation is dealing with addictions of different kinds which is around digital dedi- yeah. addiction or gaming or just being uh, you know not taking the right choices which is good for our health and looking at quick gratification so i think something of what you are doing with level supermind hopefully will yeah. allow people to be more conscious of the the decisions they are taking and have something to go to when they want to be able to get out of a situation change a habit understand what is out there uh, for them to be better versions of themselves so um, you know great great uh, initiative but also amazing vision so you know you've you've truly inspired me with uh, everything that you've shared you know it's been an absolute pleasure talking to you uh, hershel i've really enjoyed the conversation and uh, you know i didn't know there were so many other kinds of meditation out there so thank you so much and i wish you really my deepest best wishes for the success of uh, level supermind and i'm part of the journey so just call call on me whenever you you want anything on heartfulness always available or anything else thank so, you so i would much. i would love to participate thank you for having me on this it's been fun yeah i'm glad i enjoyed the chat as well thank you <laughs> amazing